0: If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.mcgaw, spelled M C G A U T H, at five star B B for brand, D for development, and for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five star episode on Follow the Brand. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Follow the Brand show. I am your host, Grant McGaw. Have you ever wondered how the world has evolved through COVID with advanced communications and technology? Today, we take you on a journey with a top major accounts executive who works with the largest provider of video conferencing solutions. Andy Peek is in an explosive industry that is touching all of our lives. MVP has been in the audio-visual industry for more than 20 years. He spent most of his career as an AV integration consultant and sales engineer. He has been with Logitech for a year and a half and has moved from territory rep to major accounts in that time frame due to Logitech's explosive growth over the last two years, which shows no signs of slowing down. Logitech is singularly focused on bringing the best, Socially responsible and easy to use, and deploys VC solutions to the marketplace to solve all scenarios for organizations. From conference room solutions to work from home solution products, Logitech is constantly developing new products and bringing them to market to solve the hybrid dilemma most organizations are frantically working to solve. Video conferencing has opened up the marketplace in a way never before seen. You can work from anywhere with seamless, easy-to-use technology products to make your team more effective and efficient and allow organizations to tap into a talent pool that is national or global, not just candidates in their backyard. Moreover, we are seeing a mass influx of organizations relocating to states like Texas and Florida that have no state tax, adding more profitability to their respective companies. We've been in this industry, or I'd say Andy Peak has been in this industry long enough to see it go through various changes and evolutions. The diametric shift we are seeing in audiovisual and virtual communication as a whole is by far the most fast-moving, dramatic, and exciting time we've ever seen in this industry. The flood of innovation that has emerged from the COVID world has truly been remarkable, and we believe we will have a permanent impact on the way business is done moving forward. The world just got a lot smaller and more connected. Let's welcome Andy P. I I want to welcome everybody. This, you know, I've had some great podcasts, I've had some great productions, and they've all been great and i'm very proud of them but i'm going to go on record right now and say that this show that we're about to do right now is going to eclipse all the former shows that i've done and i say that because of my guest today mr andy peak if you don't know andy peak you will know mr peak over the next 30 to 40 minutes, we're going to to talk about a little bit about his career. He is in one of the hottest industries in the United States, actually in the world right now, because of the pandemic that we're in, that we've had to pivot to a more virtual environment. He's in that audio-visual space, and he's been doing this for a number of years, and he's going to share with us his particular journey, his particular story, his knowledge and expertise in this area of, of, of intrigue and, and, and what the future really holds when it comes to audio visual or video conferencing equipment. So without further ado, I do, excuse me, I'm going to bring on Mr. Andy P.
1: Well, thank you, Grant. That was quite the introduction. A little pressure there to be your best show. I'm sure that uh, that's a pretty tough task to, to accomplish, but uh yeah, as uh, Graham mentioned, my name is Andy Peek. I've uh, been in the audiovisual industry uh, for over 20 years now. Um, started, uh, did most of my career in, in AV uh, engineering and integration, and uh, came to Logitech about a year and a half ago. Right as yeah, the pandemic was kicking off, and uh, Logitech is now the world's largest uh, provider of virtual communication solutions and video conferencing solutions, and so it has been quite a ride over the last year and a half, but it has brought about some massive changes in the industry. I mean we have we're in the middle of a paradigm shift in the way business is done and you know a you hear people talking about hybrid and work environments and are we bringing people back to the office or not and all of these other things and it's caused some dilemmas for companies to deal with but also some opportunities as well. And there's ways to deploy technology to solve a lot of those problems. And that's what Logitech is really focused on, is the client and how to solve those problems. And so we're really launching so many new products. Uh, I I think we've launched close to eight products just in the last year, um, with many more slated to come out in the near future, because we're trying to provide a solution for pretty much every scenario. Uh, for businesses that are um, having to deal with, you know,
0: these new virtual communication issues, right, man? The, the, and that—that's where we're at, right? We all have had to pivot to this new virtual platform. And and before I go into that, because I want to dig a little deeper into Andy Pete, because you know, you, you come from Virginia, you end up in Florida, you've been in this I, AV world called AV or audio visual or you know, video conferencing for a while. What what attracted you? How did you get into this space?
1: I fell into it, actually. It was, I had a couple of job offers out of college, and uh, I took a sales job with a company called Icon Office Solutions, which isn't even around anymore. And only, like, I think two of their offices had AV divisions, and I got a job as a sales rep in their AV division. And after my first year there, they decided to dissolve the AV department. So me and a couple of friends, we started up uh, our own AV integration company in 1997. This is one of the first AV integration companies in the U.S. I mean, it was a very, very new market at that time. And we saw it was a very viable business. And it just kept escalating. You know, we were working primarily with the military and Fortune 500 companies, because those were the you know, small to mid-market, weren't really adopting AV solutions at that time. And, but that all evolved over time. And then as my career evolved, and I moved on to you know, other AV companies, eventually on to AVISVL, who is the largest audiovisual integration firm in the world. Um, these, you know, solutions were very complex and everyone was doing them. You you, you know, every classroom needed AV solutions, every, you know, every boardroom for the most part, not standard conference rooms, but the boardrooms needed AV solutions. And so it was a very, uh, very detail-oriented business. Uh, You had to be, you know, focused on a lot of and be up on a lot of the new technology and the new options because you were integrating those things into these solutions. Then I came on board with Logitech, and this was my first foray into the manufacturer world. And I did that because I saw the paradigm shift that was happening here. We were moving, the AV industry was moving away from um, the big expensive installations to a larger quantity of smaller installations or less expensive installations. Because every room now, every conference room, every meeting room, every huddle space in a business now has to have some type of virtual communication solution in it. And Logitech was just perfectly positioned for that. They, you know, the the, VC, the video conferencing market evolved from codecs, really expensive codec, you know, backbones, that cost the companies, you know, millions and millions of dollars, not just to procure, but to maintain. And the VC market then started to transition towards USB solutions because, you know, you had network speeds and things like that that could handle for, you know, uh, a high-definition video and and good audio. And so Logitech kind of got lucky, (laughs) I guess, because the market was moving towards them. And then COVID hit. And it just threw everything into hyperdrive, because now all of these businesses had to send all their people home, right? And now you have an entire workforce trying to work from home, but not equipped to do so. And that's where Logitech has come into play. And that's where our growth has come from, is that we are working to solve those problems, that that specific problem for businesses. How do you have effective communications with employees, some in the office, some at home, maybe all at home? And how do you do that effectively, efficiently, instantaneously, and without complexity? So everything has to be simple. And so standardization across corporations has become a very, very important key because you want all of your employees to walk into any room. And know how to use the system, right? Because it's the exact same one in every room. And you want to be able to instantly link up to say people at home. So they have the same experience as the people in the boardroom. And so you're 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 basically connecting different worlds. And so you do that through virtual communications. And what a lot of the studies are showing is, one, you know, there was some concerns around employee productivity at working from home. But those have seemed to stay pretty stable and gone up in, in certain areas. And also, people like working from home. They it gives them a little more freedom. I, I personally will work different hours, you know, during the day because I have that freedom to do so. And, and so it opens things up like that, that, that make people feel more comfortable, less stressed. But you also have to be cognizant and change your culture of your company because you can have people who work constantly because work is at home, right? And you can have employee burn. Uh, you also have to invest in the solutions. Now, there is a way to offset that. Because so many of these companies are going to a hybrid model that they're reducing their brick and mortar operation. So there's huge savings in what they've been paying for real estate that they can now deploy to their technology solutions and their virtual communication solutions. And so that's kind of been the trend. And, and a lot of people are you know wondering how this is going to play out in the long term. But it feels like the hybrid model is here to stay.
0: I, I, I totally agree support. in what you're talking about, because it, the pivot has been now a year and a half, going probably into the two years, and we've got used to it, and we've had to adjust. And there'll probably be, some, like the hybrid model will definitely be, here. there'll be some adjustments, but full-time at a at an office is probably, in certain cases, depending on your workflow, will be there, but you'll have more and more people working from, from home, and, and that's been you know, the goal. Now, I'm gonna ask you this because let's just say, and I know there's a lot of people out there, and a lot of people in my audience, some of them are early careers, they're just getting started, or they're looking for a pivot in their career. How, how does someone become an expert in the A V world, in, in your world of video conferencing? Well, you, you you've got to break into the industry. And we we
1: are, I, I will I will sit here and say and declare we need some young people in this industry. It is an explosive industry. There's a ton of room for growth and we need some young people to get involved. And so, um, you know, technology engineering obviously is a good background, you know, from a college degree perspective. There are also certifications that you can get like a a CTS, um, certified certified technology specialist certification or CTSD. Um, These certifications will help you understand the AV market and um, how engineered systems work. And that will also help. And, you know, any, any employer who's interviewing you, they see that you have those certifications.
0: That's, they're definitely going to you know pay attention and notice that. I love that. I love that. I love that. So it, I'm going to ask you specifically, how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role? I learned from my clients. I quiz them
1: constantly. I, I develop, you know, I. That's the benefit of being a major account rep is you get to work with very specific accounts for long term, and you get to know them. And so I, I'm involved in their daily struggles and 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 hopefully their daily solutions to those struggles. Right, but I also ask them all the time, what what do you what do you see coming down the road? What what are you what are you expecting or that is, is worrying you about next year or two years from now, etc. And the marketplace also, you know, when you're involved in it every day, um, you also you, you just you're immersed in it, so you you know what's happening, the changes, and what your competitors are doing, and things like that, and so. Um, it just kind of happens when you do it from day to day, as far as staying up on those current things. But I really do lean heavily on my clients a lot to get their information because they're the ones in the trenches. They're the ones with the problems that we're trying to solve. And so we're big. Like before we launch a product, we beta test it with our client base. We have large clients that we will send these beta test products out to, have them put run them through the paces and and kick the tires on them, give us feedback then sometimes, most times, go and redesign and make some changes based on their feedback before we launch. And so it, it is, it's is—it's a customer-based you know, information process. You've got to be – it can't just be one-way communication. It's always got to be
0: two-way. Now, with that said, what's the biggest surprise that you've had in the last few months and why? The biggest
1: surprise I've had in the last few months – Wow. Well, I would say probably that this quarter has been, even though, you know, people might see the, the uh, uh, economy maybe take a slump or it's something like that. I, this quarter is actually the best sales quarter I've ever had in my career. And so that was quite a shock to me. And but it, it also speaks to how big a priority virtual communications are right now. And how, how many businesses are now executing, right, on their plans? Because a lot of the, comp- you know, schools in higher ed didn't have the luxury of taking time to put together a plan. When COVID hit, it was like they were scrambling just to put something in place. Businesses sent everybody home and then took a step back and said, hey, let's do some analysis here and figure out a roadmap to, that will get us to success, right, and to a place that... And now we're reaching that point where a lot of these companies are pulling the trigger on those plans that they've been working on for the last year, year and a half. And I like so that.
0: I like that. Yeah, that's, where, you, where you're going is like this thing is is blowing up, you're blowing up, you're riding this great wave, you're learning from the industry and what's what's working, what's not very innovative. I love the how you're 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 inserted yourself in the customer's experience. And you're bringing them the, the different solutions that they need specifically in this time of change to help them to grow financially. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you
1: one other, uh, something that happened uh, just recently that, sh- that, that was kind of surprising to me was that um, I started working with NASCAR. And they became a client of Logitech. And we have now formed a, like a co-marketing partnership. And I, they invited me up for um, a, a kind of a VIP session with a lot of other technology partners and things like that. And I was really surprised to hear how NASCAR is really investing in technology to create a more immersive experience for their fan base. So it's not just business and industry or medical that are, are deploying these solutions, you know, here we I'm at this NASCAR event and they're talking about wanting to put cameras in all the cars and around the track and so that people can have this really immersive experience. They were talking about creating um experience centers at some of the major tracks, you know, where, where people can have virtual reality races, you know, before the race starts. And all of these ideas, it, it was just fascinating to me. And uh I was really shocked to see that this is just it. It's not just in business and industry, and you know, the and schools and the typical places we think of.
0: No, yeah, and I, I like where you're saying that, Andy. And I, I'm going to pivot a little bit because this is a personal brand and business development podcast, mm-hmm. and you've given us some very good information around the industry. A little information about you, and I want to get more into you right now. And that I'm going to ask you this: If I'm your customer. Why do I do business with Andy P? I
1: am a big believer in always being there. Uh, always answering the phone if I possibly can. And um, your reputation or your brand, but your brand is basically your reputation, we'll follow you. Especially in an industry like the AV industry where it is a pretty small industry. We, a lot of us know each other. And so um, your integrity with your clients, you know, always being transparent and honest, uh, even even if you got to give them bad news. You know, it, it's those things are important, and they they really they they serve you in the long term. You know, even in the bad, even the bad ones do. You know, because you're being honest, and you are, and and your clients understand that they can trust you. And also being available, that is so key. Uh, Clients, when they call you, they're calling you because they need you. (laughs) And if you're not picking up the phone, you're not responding to emails in a timely manner, you know, they're going to find someone else who will. (laughs) And and at the end end of the day, that's not what you want. It's never about the deal you're working on right now. It's about the next 10 deals. And that's always been something that I've tried to focus on in my career.
0: Man, that's very good information. Very good insight and what you just said there. Now I'm curious. And I want to ask you this. How do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role? This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, They often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand.
1: Well, so we, we're at Logitech with a company this size, obviously we're, we're blessed to have access to all kinds of information, whether it be on our competitors and everything else. And so that, but also, I work with so many different partners and clients. So we mentioned earlier talking about talking to the clients, getting their feedback, right? But I also work with Logitech doesn't sell directly to clients. We sell through dealers and through AV integrators, which, like the role I used to have at AVISPL, and so in dealing with those uh, individuals, the the integrators, you know, you want you you keep up on. The changes that are happening in the integration world, too, right? Like, so one of the major changes that the integrators are dealing with right now is instead of doing 10 ten fifty thousand dollar conference rooms, they're doing a hundred twelve thousand dollar conference rooms. You see what I'm saying? And they're, and they're making it up into aggregate. Now they've been a little slow to adopt, <laughs> but now they're figuring it out. That okay. These companies no longer want to do these really elaborate, expensive systems in a few select executive conference rooms. They're recognizing they have to have VC solutions in every conference room, every huddle space. And so it has caused a redistribution of that capital in order to solve that problem. And, but, it, but it's more functional for the company anyway, because then they get to standardize all of those rooms, right? They're not on the exact same platform. It's a uniform experience, no matter who's coming into the room. And so it, it does work out in the end for everyone.
0: Now, help me understand this. And I'm going to ask this from my customer base that's out there listening. Because you have Logitech from an enterprise perspective. However, I can walk into a Best Buy and I see Logitech. I can get a Logitech mouse. I can get a Logitech camera. What's the difference between these types of uh, technologies?
1: Well, like a lot of large companies, companies, Logitech owns different brands and different companies. And so the things you buy at Best Buy and things like that, that, that's our consumer division. And so those are our consumer products. And that's what the company was founded on, was, you know, wireless mice and keyboards back in the 80s. And that's where it all began. But I work in now the video conferencing, which is the in, in the commercial division. So dealing in the in the corporate entity corporate marketplace uh, exclusively, and then we have a gaming division. You know, Logitech G. We own Astro Gaming. We own Ultimate Ears, um, Jaybird. Uh, so a lot of these earbud companies and audio companies we own as well. And so having those different brands and companies under the umbrella also allows us to pull. Uh, engineering resources from those different entities to create a really good, a really great product. That's another big thing about the Logitech products is that they're fantastic. I mean, they really are. It, it There's a big reason I came here and it was because I saw what they were doing. They were just going to take over the industry and we're doing it the right way. Uh, you know, Brack and Daryl, our CEO recently announced on CNBC, um, our carbon uh, footprint uh, initiative, where we're set, we're, we're we're tracking to have a zero carbon footprint by 2025, and a and a carbon plus footprint by 2030. And you're going to start seeing carbon reporting on all Logitech boxes, just like you see nutritional information on your food. And so we're going to be very transparent about it, and that and so we're trying to, and we've challenged other companies to follow suit. So. We're trying to lead by example and at the same time, you know, do it in a way that's responsible, but still creating the best possible products that we can for clients.
0: Man, I'm glad you brought up your CEO. He has been in the news and talking about some very important social issues. And I really like how he champions uh, the cause. And he said he has said a lot about diversity and I've seen that he's challenged his peers around Diversity and make sure that we give opportunities to everyone at, at a human level. Just you, just you know that that's basically what you got to bring to the game is your knowledge, your skill set, and yourself to the game, and you can play in the Logitech world. You got any comments in that area?
1: Bracken, Bracken, and, Brack and Daryl has created the most incredible culture I've ever worked at, hands down. I could not be happier. Um, Logitech has been I knew I was doing a great company. It just it, it exceeded my expectations in a way that I can't even begin to tell you. Ragan is an incredible leader, and he is a very much a thought leader. And um, the the inclusive nature at Logitech um, is is unbelievable. We, it's it's open, to, you know, very open and, and progressive in that way. Um, it, the support and every I mean, I've never had an argument with anyone within Logitech in a year and a half. Like it's Everybody's just kind and happy to help and all focused on a single goal, which is making sure the client has the best experience possible. And that all comes from Bracken. I mean, he really creates an unbelievable culture and he leads by example.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So we're going to conclude here because these are some wonderful topics and discussions that you've brought up. But before I leave, I always give my guests an opportunity to talk about something that we haven't talked about. Is there anything that we have not discussed that you feel is important and you want the audience to know? And when I talk about that. I want you to think about if you're talking to that younger self and you're talking to you. And how you were, let's say 20 years ago, you wanted to have that future knowledge (laughs) right now. What would you say?
1: That's an excellent question. I would tell myself to sit back and listen and quit trying to control everything, right? And let things unfold before you just try to steamroll over it. When I was younger, I was. I guess I would consider myself a little bit of a bull in a China shop. Um, and my coworkers in Boston might claim that I still am. I don't know, but, um, you know, you, you've got to always show up, be present. I, you know, you, you can't just sit back on your morals and, and, you know, not continue to work and cause the football always has to move down the field. It always does. And, you know, so sometimes, you know, I think some of us in sales, we, might, you know, have a great month or a great quarter or something and kind of slack off or whatever. But think about the fact that, yeah, maybe you earned it, but your client might be suffering as a result of it. And so that's that's one thing I think I would tell my my younger self. Um, And then one point that I would like to leave everyone with is, um, you know, I hear people talking about the, you know, virtual communications versus in-person communications and how do you maintain relationships and all of those things. And, um, nothing there is always going to be a place for face-to-face interaction and to have that. And it does help in bonding, but you can do that through virtual communications as well because relationships are really based on the amount of time spent together, right? Or the frequency of your visits or your meetings. And, I can have far more frequent meetings with my clients now through virtual communications than I ever could. When I was out driving around on a good day in South Florida traffic, I might get, be lucky to see three clients, whereas now I can meet with 10, 12 in a day and accomplish so much more, and then I'll get out to see them when I get up there, but I've talked to them 25 times since the last time I saw them, so it's like no time has passed. So, you know, I I just, you know, I I want the audience to understand that you really can build and maintain strong relationships through virtual communications. Um, Don't write it off until you try it. It It really is effective, and it can
0: help you be far more efficient at your job. Oh, well, those are sage words. We all have had to pivot. We cannot run away from the future, which is now. Which is now, I've heard a, a lot of different things, especially in my world in, in, in healthcare and a lot with telehealth, the virtual uh, adoption of the digital world has accelerated probably by 10 years. By 10 years. So, this is something we, we need to get used to, but being able to utilize it to where you're better is what i just heard now i love how you said that the frequency the touch points and so when when you do see someone you know face to face it is it's even more impactful because you've had all these other interactions so i i love that i really love what you've just given us a half hour of complete bliss and i think you've nailed it i think you've nailed it even though my next show might be a little better you never know but I think you did a great, great, great job. One last
1: thing. I'll, I'll leave the, the the young people who are graduating from college looking for careers. Keep this in mind. In a virtual world now, in a hybrid work world now, the whole country is open to you, okay? Not just your little bubble with the little city you live in. So you can do your job search nationwide now. And so that opens up a lot more doors to you. And it also allows a lot of corporations to go after talent that they couldn't before. So be cognizant of that. But don't limit yourself to just thinking, I got to go out and hand out applications where I live. Apply for jobs nationally because a hybrid work model, you can work from home. You can have a job. You can live anywhere and, uh,
0: you know, work from home and be fine. So. Consider those things when you're in your job search. Well, what you just said is such a big thing. I've talked to so many different people. The way that they're conducting interviews is all virtual, and they're Absolutely. actually having you to record, you know, your presentation or your interview, send it in. So, becoming adept in utilizing these technologies. Is to your benefit. And this is wonderful. So let the people know how what's the best way to get in, in contact with you, Andy? So
1: on LinkedIn, Andy Peak, um at, at Andy Peak, A N D Y P E A K. Uh, you can also email me at Andy Peak at Logitech.com. So that's A N D Y P-E-A-K at Logitech.com. Um, or my cell phone,
0: 954-253-7432. I'm not afraid to give it out. <laughs> Excellent. 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 I'll be calling you shortly. How about that? That's wonderful. So thanks you again for being a special guest today. I want everyone to know that you can look at all the, or listen to all the different podcasts that I have done on follow the brand at www.5starbdm. That's B for brand, B for development, and for masters. And we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Andy. Thanks, sir.